Hey, yo, artists and musicians. Who, us? Yeah, do you want your own vinyl records? Yeah, but I can't order a thousand of them. Or wait like a year to get them. Yeah, we're going on tour in two months. Check out our friends lathecuts.com. They'll make you vinyl singles in quantities as small as 50 copies and as quickly as three or four weeks. Get out of here. You heard me right. All their pricing is a la carte and they can help you pick a package that fits your budget. Okay, who we talk to about this? You need to email my buddy Mike. His address is lathecuts at yahoo.com. And if you mention low profile, you'll get a 10% overrun on your order. So if I order 50 records? Mike's going to send you 55. If I order 75, I guess you will get 82 and a half? Something like that. Remember, you got to mention low profile to get that deal, and it won't be around forever. What was that address again? That's lathecuts at yahoo.com. Custom made records in small quantities. Mention low profile to get a 10% overrun on your order. And emailing now. Hey, it's Markley. Good to see you. You know what time it is. Because it's low profile. Let's go. Since the start of the millennium, John Ringhopper has been making hundreds of bite-sized kaleidoscopic story songs under the name Half-Handed Cloud. I became a fan of his work the moment I heard it. It's like bedroom production sunshine pop with sort of an avant-garde leaning. And years later, I found myself playing a pile of instruments for his touring band in Europe. Here's a clip of my band Lake backing him up in 2009. <laughs> In today's interview, John visits the studio via Zoom from his home in Finland, and he discusses his tape recorder's role as a band member, uh, raising an artistic family and having them involved in his music, writing songs about poop and hell and other unpleasant things in the Bible. His new album, Floodorama, is out this June on Asthmatic Kitty Records, Two sets of music, uh, special performances by Half-Handed Cloud. It's 11 songs. You gotta see it. Yeah, we also taped this episode for TV at Thurston Community Media in Olympia. Thanks to Andrew Ebright, my bestie since we were still getting visits from the Tooth Fairy, who filmed and engineered this episode. Not the Tooth Fairy, Andrew engineered the episode. Big up. Bless up. If you want to see the video for this episode, which, in my opinion, it you know, some slick public access, dare I say, content, 
You can find that video on this show's website, lowprofilepodcast.com. From Olympia, Washington, I'm Mark Lee Morrison at TCTV Studios, and this is Low Profile. I'm joined today by Scott Eaton. Yeah, my name is Scott Eaton. Um, I just met Mark Lee just moments ago. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we actually do a radio show. Uh, he does a podcast, uh, but I do a radio show called God's Misfits. I've been doing that since the year 2000. Um, and it features a very eclectic mix of artists who have some kind of a faith in God but don't fit in with religious radio. So, so Half-Handed Cloud is featured often on my show. So, yeah. yeah. And speaking of Half-Handed Cloud... called Antennas Extended by Half-Handed Cloud. And as I promised, here's John Ringhofer of Half-Handed Cloud. How do you do, John? Hey, I'm okay. Good. (laughs) Good to see you guys. Yeah. So uh, where are you exactly? Uh, I'm in Helsinki, Finland, um, where uh, my wife has a linguistics research position. And we're here with our small children. Uh, and we've just been, we've been here about seven years. So you enjoy it? You think you're there for the long haul? Is that home? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, we, I mean, they're, they're very, very good to children here. So that's a great thing. Um, and now everybody's a, uh, dual Finnish citizen, um, except for me, uh, because it it requires a, a language test and, I couldn't really do it, but, uh, ah. but, um, it's, uh, but my wife is a linguist, so she kind of like, she's like got really into the language and, but her, her big thing is she studies, uh, Southern African languages, Bantu languages. And so those are, um, uh, somehow there's like a research thing going on with, with, uh, South Africa and Helsinki. And there's, I guess, 11 official languages or maybe, maybe a dozen, uh, in South Africa. And, uh, and so she studies one of those, uh, for the university. 
Are your kids bilingual? Yes. Yes. Uh, well, they, uh, before we knew about moving to, to Helsinki, um, my wife already just started to talk to our, our oldest son, uh, who's eight now. Um, she started to talk to him, um, in German. And so he, he knows, he knows German. Um, and that's just kind of continued with all four of the children. Um, and, but then they're, they've also learned Finnish in school. So, um, or, or preschool. So, um, they, yeah, I guess they know, they know a few languages. Um, but I mean, it's, a, it's not so common in America to do that, to do that. Um, but in the other parts of the world, I guess that's, that's sort of a common thing. We've known each other for quite some time. Uh, yeah, we were pen pals about 20 years ago. And then <laughs> we met in real life, uh, I guess about 16 years ago, something like that. When did we meet in real life? Yeah. I mean, we did, we definitely like, we were, uh, I think the first time I met you was when I went to practice with you for the first time. No. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So that would be 2007, yeah. maybe yeah, we, we did the practice, but, but, but I feel like we corresponded like either late 2002 or early 2003. Um, like when I was living in, in Berkeley, California, and maybe you were in Los Angeles. I um, was, uh, I was in Long Beach, California at that time. Okay. Yes. Sharing the music. And, uh, yeah, I, I think I, I first heard of you through, um, Mike Kaufman, uh, who ah. had just, uh, been getting involved with asthmatic kitty records, which you're still in cahoots with. He was like, yeah. I know this guy named Sufjan. He makes really interesting music and he's got this label and uh, you probably like his stuff. And also this half-handed cloud, I think, is right up your alley. And he was right. He played in uh, that Sufjan characters band a little bit as well, right? I guess it really started in uh, more like about 2004. Mm -hmm. we, uh, we did, he did a, uh, a Michigan militia tour on the west coast and we did a few shows there we did a tour with joanna newsom up uh up to seattle and back down and maybe that. that's when i first met <laughs> yeah i met yeah i probably met scott then yeah and uh and then um uh and then we played like i guess we played all tomorrow's parties um and um and then and then we did the illinois tour the next summer so i, I was like in the illinois maker band with about eight other people wow but we were all dressed in cheerleading costumes and we went around america and also uh in europe a little bit you have a very full sound that you mostly do all by yourself multi-instrumentalist multitasking really um <laughs> I think it's pretty incredible, um, and folks are going to see yeah. <laughs> what that's yeah. all about. But um, well, yeah. in incredible and kind of a like an amateur hour away, maybe. <laughs> Lots of heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> scatter seed upon the ground and then to sleep by night and rise by day then the 
should sprout and grow But he himself, he does not know just how it got that way The kingdom of God We don't know how it grows Nobody knows The kingdom of God We don't know how it grows Only he knows What I should compare it to A mustard seed so small it grew into the largest tree should it be likened to some living and deep inside of me, you'll measure three. The kingdom of God, we don't know how it grows, nobody knows. The kingdom of
We sometimes were tools led astray. Faster days, envious of awful ways, in malicious and hateful forays. Born the goodness and the kindness of our God and Savior, dear. He shut up. Thank you. 
chance to readjust your risk being misunderstood. That's some incredible stuff. And I didn't know you had a twin brother. Um, so there's some material from your new album Flutterama on that performance is that correct yes yes and um, that album is coming very soon Um, it's really sonically adventurous um, in line with your previous work you know if People like half-handed cloud music. They're going to love this. But I think this is the first time I've noticed to such an extent that um, the recording equipment you're using is really prominently featured almost like as a band member. Yeah. <laughs> uh, can, can you talk about this this tape machine that you're working with? <laughs> and um, how, yeah. how that played in? The tape machine uh, traveled um, through the Panama Canal on a boat, and uh, it um, uh, so it got here. And then, and um, let's see, I don't, I'm not sure exactly what to say about it. Um, <laughs> just, that, yeah. just that I, I, uh, yeah, I, I just, I mean, I, I almost always, almost all the albums have been uh, recorded on. A, a tape machine this and this this tape machine was used for the last three albums but it's also sort of like um like once it got here to helsinki i never got it tuned up mm-hmm. and um and so and things were kind of going th- i mean things were a little crazy in the, in the world at the time and i just thought well you know i can i can kind of like this can sort of figure into how the songs come out, like the way that this is um, the sound of this record. In some ways, it's just the normal tape sound. Uh, but then I've I've kind of like, as the tape reels were were playing or recording, I would kind of I could manipulate manipulate the tape uh, and slow down the reels so that the sound would would bend. I I just thought it would make it. These are the kind of sounds I love because I'm I'm really interested in um pre-synthesizer tape music from the 40s and 50s and um yeah i want i I just kind of wanted uh to make music like in that in that way it doesn't it doesn't end up really sounding like that too much but um it's cool to see it like bleed through though hi i'm anna winter do you love listening to low profile there are several ways you can support this show you can sign up for flexible monthly donations at patreon.com slash low profile those donations help markley keep this show running smoothly and are vital to low profiles progress at the cost of a cup of coffee once a month If you join the Patreon community, you can get advanced episode releases, behind-the-scenes exclusives, and early access to merchandise. If you can't contribute financially, it always helps if you tell a friend about your favorite episodes, share about Low Profile on social media, subscribe for free on your favorite podcast platform, and give us a rating and review whenever you listen. Low Profile also receives in-kind support thanks to these independent Olympia businesses, San Francisco Street Bakery, 
Schwartz's Deli, Rainy Day Records, Old School Pizzeria, and Schurler Easy Premium Shitty American Lager from Three Magnets Brewing Company. And most of all, thanks to you, the listener, for tuning in. Now, let's get to today's show. I love that sort of, you know, the early yeah. avant-garde. Well, like uh, Stockhausen. Sure, and, yeah, there uh, we go. Yeah, I mean, he's a... That his main his biggest one, uh, the first well, his first big one was was uh, based on uh, the um, fiery furnace, like the the uh, the um, the three youths um, being in the fiery furnace, and it's called uh, the song of the youths, I guess is in English translation. I feel like you have a song um, from, about that too. Uh, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, it's called Once, Twice, Seven Times a Werewolf. I threw them in the furnace Because they didn't like my head That spread throughout the body Three bodies in but four instead Oh, oh So what about the band name, Half-Handed Cloud? Is there is there a story there? <laughs> it's I mean it's just mostly about like um like using your hand to uh measure clouds. So you like if as the cloud gets closer to uh it, as the if the cloud is far away, it's uh smaller than your hand. And it gets closer and closer. It's it's approaching. It's like an approaching cloud. I I came up with the name before I had the band. I just thought this would be a, a cool band name. And and it's uh, you know sort of loosely based on this story where Elijah um, sends a servant to look for rain coming after there's been a big drought. And he says, "I see a, a cloud the size of a man's hand." So. That's and that was like mostly. after like three years of no rain. So basically it was a sign yes. of hope seeing a small, the small cloud, right? So is that yes. part of your name is tied into that? Do you, do you see yourself as bringing like a sort of hope in your music? Yeah, I don't, uh, sometimes yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> your, your material gets all over the place. There's a, clearly like a lot of uh, biblical references throughout yeah so there's dark stuff in there too and um sure i've noticed on the new one i think uh the netherworld squints is kind of a heavy tune and it's the first time yeah. i think i've heard you sing about hell talking about like your father and uh yeah is, is he gonna go or i but is, yeah, the, he, is uh, scandinavian black metal kind of rubbing off on you is that what's going on here <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, there is, <laughs> I haven't really been listening to that too much, but my, my kids do, uh, they check out the, um, the, the Finnish, uh, dinosaur kids music from the, uh, from the library, heavy Saurus, this, um, it's like a, uh, they dress in, they dress in dinosaur costumes and play, play metal music. Oh, wow. uh, so my kids can get into that sometimes. Um, but, um, no, that was just like about my, 
that was that song was about my my father. He asked me, like, if I thought he was going to hell, which was just a, such a. I was a young child when he asked me this. I just really I didn't really understand like where that came from, and plus I don't I don't believe like like um, I can't say that I believe hell is like a place. Yeah. Really. So it was it was a little strange for me like like um, to have to have that as a a question, and uh, even then I was like. This is this is not right, but then, but uh, but I sort of went with it for the sake of the song, and uh, and he, you know, he had he had sort of like, uh, he's he's not. I wrote this before he died, but he's not alive anymore, and uh, he, uh, towards the end there, he just like he he had a he was a a president of his um, of his nursing home. He had like he was like had a he had like a really good nursing home in Chicago, and. Um, Towards the end, there he he decided he had enough of it and he wanted to move out and be by himself. And I think he got ended up getting a different apartment than he thought he was getting. And then he just was like by himself. And we we would try the best we could to like like um, keep in touch with him. But I think he forgot like all his passwords for things, and you could never call him. And and so he really like he like he sort of um, built him built like a prison for himself like just mm. in his his own house like trying to trying to like in his mind he was going to be like a swinger and like have like um like all this freedom and it and it it, it really had his little, backfired i think yeah. yeah and it was just a super sad kind of thing and and uh i mean i think he kind of died mysteriously like nobody really knows when he died and oh, wow it was kind of a bad thing yeah okay. That's that's one yeah. thing I was going to ask about that song is the line freedom yeah. can be its own kind of prison. So I think you, yeah, kind of answered that right there. Then. Yeah. So it's it's related just to, just to him, but um, but but that was before that was before he died. Like I just I just was like, kind of trying to figure out what was going on with him. Like it or not, there's a glow that shines up from the fire. Hell provides, so when we're picking sides, we're sure to check our lights. Time my dad asked if I thought he was going down to hell because he wouldn't bow down to you. What about our rendezvous? It's his decision. Well, speaking of family, um, mm. you have you have a record you made with your family called "I Don't Have a Bib," that is yeah. just so I don't know. It's really charming, uh, and a lot of the songs are very specific to your family. Um, I can tell. <laughs> it's just like I'm like peeking into all these inside jokes and. Uh, yeah my my favorite thing is the, the what what i could really relate to was uh, a track called hoarding starts at birth <laughs> <laughs> when you stand in front of the drawer i want how am i gonna get my things hoarding at birth hoarding at birth hoarding 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 at birth hoarding at birth hoarding hoarding last year 
yards Fragments of yarn and string To the death I'll fight you To cling to these pine cones and scraps of paper And don't you fail to factor this certificate That says I sat on a tractor Has your family continued to be involved in your creative endeavors? Yeah, here and there. They, um, uh... They were singing a little bit on um, a uh, a Christmas song that I did recently for this compilation called Badgerland out of um, Canada, and they um, there's a part in the second uh, performance that I did for this program um, where I had them s- like scream or sing uh, into a a tape player and and then I play that back um, on the microphone nice but uh but yeah i don't have a bib was was recorded like right after my dad died like this like i guess maybe looking back i it was just a you know like like let me get let me get my family together kind of thing i don't know um but they were they were songs that we'd just been singing around the house like we would just make up songs spontaneously like as we're changing diapers and um getting just appreciating yeah eating yogurt yeah yeah um yeah i can relate to the the pickup song i think when my kids were little i had a similar song just to try to make up picking up toys fun you know yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and also the blanket fort song um oh yeah i made blanket (laughs) forts as a kid i made blanket forts with my kids now i have three grandsons and when i visit them at christmas time it's like Almost every time I go over, they have a blanket fort going, you know, and it's like, and they invite me in, That's great. you know, to play inside this, and it's awesome. Have you ever tried the move where you have a box fan and you put like a fitted sheet around it and it's just like this big cloud that you can go inside oh. of? Oh, that's nice. I, okay, I'm picturing that. That's a, I like that idea. <laughs> yeah. Kids love it. Wow. You had a couple of questions about some of the new songs if you're able to talk about okay. it but uh, the song handles can you explain the chorus of yeah. that what what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the ones that you perform in the video as well but yeah. yes uh so it's just like when when we have things that are um are hard in our lives and um you know, sticky situations or like, um, failures or, um, we, we need a kind of love that can handle those things. And I, I mean, that's, that's mostly what it's about. Um, just looking for a different kind of love. Well, I think we should check out the, uh, second half of that performance that you sent us. Okay. If that's okay with you. Yeah. Are you okay with that, Scott? Uh, yeah, I've I've seen it already, and I'd I'd love to see it again and present that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Watch out, world. Here it comes. Do 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 do
but to see him still by your sway is even more terrifying. Son of Yahweh, when we want to live without shame, we'll turn to this God and take. I love the surprise with the beard at the end. That yeah, was, that was <laughs> that's some really good special <laughs> effects, John. Uh, you, do you have a Thanks. team working behind you, like putting all this together? Yeah, it's a huge team. Yeah. You want to thank the Academy or anything? <laughs> I want to thank the Academy. I want uh, uh, my choreographer, my... Uh, all the people that that put out uh, the M and M's for us, and uh, <laughs> yeah. it's super cool. Yeah, I was listening back through your albums, you know, last couple of weeks, and I listened mm. to back through Thy Is a Word and Feet Need Lamps. Yeah, and there's just some heavy, dark themes on there. I mean, that are straight out of the Bible, but you know, there's yeah, uh, brutal mur murders, body dismemberment, gang rape, kidnapping. But somehow you do that in your style without mocking the content or making fun of it. I'm just like, that's magical that you could. I mean, how do you pull that off? You know, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't get it. I, yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I did, but it's just, it's just like, yeah. There's some, there's some super scary stuff that I, I would never let my children read in the Bible. Like, yeah. I mean, not. Yeah. Um, they. They. But. Um, yeah, I mean, I uh, I feel like for that record, uh, there's so much that that we avoid uh, talking about in the Bible, and I just decided, well, let's let's put it out there, and um, and I don't I don't know why. I mean, there's sort of, there's like narrative songs basically, but like there's some there's some tough stuff uh, and some gross things like it. Like God tells a prophet to um, 
to um, make a fire with his own excrement. And then he says, no, I'll get a cow to do it. And I don't, this is like some strange things. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that song. Yeah. yeah. Ezekiel's bread. Yeah. 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 In the, in the uh, actual verses in the, in the scripture where, yeah. you know, he, he says, hey, it's I performance art. That. And God says, well, yeah. okay, you can use cow cow dung instead <laughs> yeah really that doesn't sound good either you know <laughs> can i just use kind of a hickory was, wood was... or something <laughs> well i think that was really generous move oh yeah yeah <laughs> um john thank you for being so generous with your time and your stories and your okay. that performance is thank you groundbreaking i think um <laughs> I, I can't wait for the rest of the world to see that. Cool. Everyone on the, everyone on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, John. Yeah. I love you. Love you too, Mark Lee. <laughs> that went well. Scott, I don't know you that well. Yeah. Love you too, met. though. Yeah. Thanks for coming to do this. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah. Thanks so much, guys. Yeah. Really appreciate it. You have a swell weekend, sir. Hey, you too. Okay. We don't have to I hang hope there's enough material. Okay. Half-Handed Clouds' John Ringhofer in conversation with me and my guest co-host, Scott Eaton. You can find a video version of this show and all relevant links pertaining to things that we talked about on this show's website, lowprofilepodcast.com. The artwork for this episode was painted and donated by Nathan Burko Gibson. If you're listening to this on KAOS 89.3 Olympia, 
Jack Haviger's Celebrity Telethon is on next. All right, love you. See you real soon. Bless up.